0: I've been here for seven years. My husband was born and raised here. Four and a half years ago, we bought our property with totally nothing on it. And we've been building everything from scratch. We have 30 acres. We have created a little retreat center where people come and have been receiving just really deep transformational healing. our income comes from our land we've planted like almost a hundred fruit trees and this year was the first year that all of our fruit trees were really starting to get going learned how to live off-grid and create sustainable living
1: all right that is Laura Dawn and a piece from the New Yorker Uh, she of course resides on Kilauea with her husband or did, and now, of course, life is completely different for her. Let's bring in Laura Dawn. Uh, Laura, thank you very much for taking the time to join us. We appreciate this. Where are you now?
0: Uh, my husband and I are in Costa Rica at uh, Friends of a Friend's place on the beautiful land, and we're, we're just being held and supported and nurtured and loved through this really deep time of grieving.
1: So, I understand you're originally from Montreal. How did you make it to paradise?
0: Oh, gosh, what a long story. I traveled all over the world and um, moved out west to British Columbia for many years with my ex partner. And then I went to Hawaii and met my husband and fell in love. And, you know, we, we, we started the dream. We, we bought land and, you know, started building our, our dream from scratch. And it's been quite an amazing journey.
1: So, how long have you been building this on this property?
0: uh we we've been there just under five years and we we just you know we worked really hard and built uh a retreat center that was sweeping about anywhere from 15 to 20 people and uh so we, we we really just uh was a short amount of time really in the grand scheme of things only five years but we worked really hard to get it to where it was and when we bought the land we didn't know that there was the potential um for hot water to flow there until we found out that our our neighbor had a hot well. And so we, we actually had a volcanic hot spring on our land, too, that flowed at about 111 degrees. So it was really an amazing, amazing place.
1: Wow, that does sound like paradise. When did you realize that this wasn't the typical eruption, that there was something more here?
0: Uh well we were kind of put on alert with uh, it was about a, a week uh well the the lava lake in the in the Halemaʻumaʻu crater was re- rising and a lot of people were going to see it and it was you know something that doesn't really happen that often and you go look at it at night and you just see this huge red glow in the sky and um and about uh, about like a week before it started erupting, there was hundreds and hundreds of earthquakes a day, tremors, and that's usually an indication that um, that you know that usually precedes a volcanic eruption. And then we got hit with a really big earthquake. It was a six point nine, and even that in and of itself was pretty damaging and devastating. And um, and then the next day, the the crack, the fissure opened up, and and you know it started flowing in Leilani subdivision, which is the closest subdivision to our house, you know, right in the middle of, of you know, a community, right in the middle of our community. So it's, it's been um, it's hard to kind of wrap your mind around, but it, we always knew it was a potential that you don't really ever imagine that it could just, you know, open up right in the middle of a, of a community.
1: So how close were you or your home or your property from this fissure?
0: Yeah, so our property is about two miles directly below, uh, so all the fissures are miles and miles and miles long, and so um, they've been opening up on the Leilani Ridge, so there's this little ridge that kind of protects us, but then we're right on the other side of that directly below it, about two miles below it. And then you know, once we left, uh, we we knew we. I mean, we can't we couldn't be on our land because of the really high amounts of uh, toxic gases are coming right in our direction. So, when we left our land, it was completely brown, and our fruit trees were dying back, and it was a pretty devastating sight to see. And since we've left, it's gotten much much worse, with triple the amount of sulfur dioxide. And so we, you know, whether the lava hits our land or not, we, as long as this flow is happening, we can't be there. And in this past week, it's gotten much worse. And the flow broke out and flowed all the way down to the ocean just about three-quarters of a mile from our place. So we've had a mandatory evacuation on our road. Our road is the next road over from where the lava flow is flowing. And um, and you know just for people's safety and also for the amount of really high level of toxic gases that they're saying is you know pretty much lethal to to life. So we're um,
1: and those we're gases wiped out those gases wiped out your vegetation, your fruit crops.
0: Oh yeah, I mean when we left, you know, hopefully if the flow does stop, and, and that's the thing, we just don't know how long it will be flowing for. It could be flowing for the next thirty years. And as long as it's flowing, we can't be on our land because of the toxic gases that get um, released. And and also, once the ocean, what once the lava flow hits the ocean, it also creates. Mm. Um, um, uh, I think that's chlorides or something else that's also not good to be breathing. And then all the burning of the vegetation. It's you know, there's there's definitely. Um, A lot of of factors in terms of like the gases that are in the air and and huge amounts of gases being released from the fissures. And when we were on our land the last day, it was like being in a war zone. It's like hazy and gassy and there's huge explosions of fissures just exploding, huge amounts of toxic gases into the air. And you hear it going off like a bomb, Mm. you know, really wild experience.
1: What was it like for you and your husband to leave, especially him being a native from the island?
0: Yeah, it was It's hard, you know, we, we just, it's like we have to keep surrendering every, every moment over and over again, and we're grateful to be here, and it, it's hard to walk away, you know, we still have mortgages on our land, so we have to eventually soon here make a decision if we foreclose on all of we have three 10 acre lots all next to each other so we either you know keep paying it with the hope that we the lava stops and we can go back and keep running retreats there or we you know just foreclose and walk away with nothing and start all over again
1: what does your husband say living there is life has he ever seen anything Uh, like this
0: I mean, so Call Upon a Flow has been flowing for 30 years, and mm-hmm. that's about 15 miles from our, our house that then, you know, took out a community 30 years ago. And, um, it's you know, in the grand scheme of things, it's really close to us, but it's like far enough away. We, we actually bring tourists to hike out to see that lava flow. and um, But it's been really predictable for, for 30 years or fairly predictable. And um, and w- w- he saw that uh, erupt when he was a little kid. So it's like on a certain level, he's used to he's used to the fact that you know this is a volcano and mm. that's life there. Um, but we never would have thought we would have seen this kind of eruption in our lifetime. Although you always know it's a possibility, you just you you just can't imagine you know that it would actually have happen.
1: So what's the future? Uh, we've only got a few seconds left. Are you just waiting there till you get the all clear?
0: Yeah, we're well, you know, our friend started a GoFundMe campaign for us. And so if people did want to help support us financially in this time, you could just look up GoFundMe and help uh, Dawn's Recover, D-A-W-N-S, Recover. And um, yeah, we're just floating until we Hmm. figure out our next move but we're thinking Costa Rica for this winter we really love it here and we're just wanting to be with friends and family and be supported in this way and and we know we'll figure it out and we know we'll be able to move on and and you know yeah that the highest will continue to unfold for us so we just have faith, you know, that it's going to be okay whether the lava covers our land or not.
1: Laura Don has been with us, had to abandon her home and property in Hawaii due to Kilauea. Don, or sorry, Laura, thank you so much for taking the time and sharing the story with us. Good luck.
0: Thank you so much. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank All right, you. you take care. Boy, uh, who know? Mind you, from Hawaii to Costa Rica, that's not New Jersey.